0: okay the recording is recording
1: well hello darkness my old friend <laughs> you've come to podcast here again
0: I have. I have welcome to the urco thank you uh as introduced last uh in our our last episode the urco taking my uh, steve out of here steve in my, my pocket
1: it's a new case nope. no same okay. old right. case i've always had darkness but thanks for asking. All right. So, uh, what's your weight today?
0: Uh, today is not a good day to ask me. Uh, why? Because I'm up. I, uh, yeah. I'm up. Uh, I'm, I weighed in at 198 today. FUPA is the same. But uh, what's the FUPA? Uh, it's 35. But
1: uh, So, what's your uh, BPZ for your weight?
0: Uh, so we, as discussed before, we're shooting for that 194 to 197. That's right. So, yeah. uh, so I'm I'm a little up.
1: Now I want to point out something to you. Yeah, uh, I'm ready. If you ever knew this, but it's like a sandwich. Okay. So the 194 and 197 the bread. Right. The meats in between. So that means you've got to weigh
0: 196.9. Yeah. Or less. Or <laughs>
1: 190. Four point one. see what four. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Believe okay. me. don't so want you get confused and say I'm at one ninety seven. I'm there, and I'd say
0: no. No, that's the bread. That's the bread. You're that's on the bread. The, you got Yeah, you got to be in between. Right.
1: So you're you're a pound above the bread. Yeah. Have you been pounding bread? Is that why?
0: No, I. Uh, well, but yeah, 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 yeah. That, I mean, some of it's that. Some of it's um. I uh, since getting back from vacation, I haven't. I have not. Uh, and we've talked about this a little bit, but uh, I have not chosen uh, all the hardest workouts, you know, like I was like, uh, I'll go here. Uh, I haven't been to Metro in a, in a few weeks, and I was remarked you know,
1: upon uh, this morning.
0: I fact. doubt that, but okay. yeah <laughs>
1: where's Doha been?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone is very busted up and worried, but um, well
1: I, I said Doa today is the day of um, for sweep the leg, but it's actually yesterday.
0: Yeah, yesterday was sweep the leg, which I did go to. Yeah. Uh, and we covered a little over four and and, uh, and it was it was a good up a hill and down a hill run and the queue said, Well, I went back and looked at old shark tank um, back blasts and that's how I came up oh, with it. Okay. That's, no, that's I understand that's if
1: you're I'm not saying. in the uh wind shower place first top three positions at sweep the leg, you don't get the queue. That is correct. So there's a little comp- competition down there in the South and Dougal. there is, which I
0: kind of liked it. I kind of like yeah. that now. So we get back to COT and of course uh, <clears throat> I was like number five or six or something getting back out of like, you know, 15 guys that were there or whatever. And I said, well, if we're going to be honest with each other, uh, neither of those guys did any of the Merkins correctly. Ah, so, so you DQ them. So I feel like I'm, and they were like, that's not how it works. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah, just going to skip right. all the exercises and run back here and be first. Are you saying that Just saying that I'm just
1: saying that I would never do that. No, but would they skip the exercises?
0: Oh, no, they 100%. The, the Merkin form was a, a, atrocious. Was it,
1: was it Cake Boss?
0: Uh, it was not Cake Boss. Cake Boss, oh. is, Cake Boss is a full comp guy. He, oh, doesn't, okay. he doesn't mind being DFL, He'll, but he, he won't run it any other way. He'll do all the stuff. He may be dead last. So uh, you don't attribute this uh, bump up in
1: your weight to uh, the queen? You oh, no, I was going to say, so,
0: so part of it's that, Yeah. and then part of it is um, I have not made the best food choices.
1: What have you been eating?
0: Uh, uh, mostly... Well, I mean, I'm eating the normal things, and I think part of it is like I got a little soft over vacation as well, where it was like there was just food everywhere, and I maintained my weight during vacation. Uh, so I don't know if it, like caught up to me or something, or or it was just coming back. It was just sort of this a little bit of a laziness almost, like you know, Tracy Tracy's a good cook, so I this might have a
1: caring wife. She is she's caring she's like, wife. I makeup. made you cupcakes. <laughs> you
0: should eat these. I and she doesn't make desserts. Although right now my youngest is on a. Uh, uh, okay, the, here's the longer story, right? Middle saved all this money to go to band camp, right? And then band camp got closed. right? Or not band camp, uh, whatever it was. Some, like a big band trip at the end of last year got canceled. So she had all this money and she was like, well. And I said, well, you could save it. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, okay. And uh, so she bought herself an iPad. Uh, all, right, all right. That's what you want to do with it. It's your money. That's fine. Uh, well, youngest was like, I want an iPad. And I said, well save uh, your money yeah there you go yeah. i said so, she, so she's been baking cakes
1: uh, you've been that you've doesn't been help eating that yeah. doesn't help
0: well you know every once in a while like as a, a matter of fact uh, the nation's uh, coo slaughter uh, purchased a cake for a couple people in his office huh. uh for their you know, they, had, they each had birthdays
1: <laughs> but he himself did not eat it uh
0: i haven't checked in with him yet but i feel confident that he did not yeah. i feel confident he did not but you know the one of the cakes she baked last night that was supposed to be for slaughter i just didn't turn out so there it is on the counter. So yeah. let me give you a couple of tips on weight control. One, mm. if you're going on vacation,
1: lose your weight beforehand. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's okay. Go under Preemptively, your, <laughs> go under your PPC. PPC. It's always, always say, I'm going to do that. I've never done it. Never done it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hard to do. Second one is, and this is yeah. from, straight from Jack LaLanne. If you put it in your mouth, and it tastes good. You spit it out, spit it out, spit yeah. it out, yeah. spit the kick
0: out. No, it's good. I'm i uh, I'm okay. Uh, and and I will. I have no uh, hesitation or or or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? No concern. Oh. that I won't get back to where I'm supposed to be.
1: So you're gonna jump back
0: on? It. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: A little intermittent fasting for you.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. oh, that's the other thing is I kind of was like. Ah. You know, it's 10. I know I'm not supposed to eat until 1130, but it's not very far off, really. Uh, okay. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's 730. I'm supposed to stop eating. But, you know, you know, it's like nine. That's almost seven. So that's fine. It's fine. I'll just have a little. You know how uh, after we have the mental battle? Yeah. You know. Uh, that, yeah. That, that the, yeah. I've heard. Uh, Thrill Mania is.
1: Uh, C-SPAN talked. I was interviewed a couple of people yeah. about that for uh, his podcast. Uh, this is the FUPA battle.
0: It is. <laughs> for us We're all fighting it man. For us
1: No just us Omar. Yeah, That's fair That's a good point Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. us Endo Mars Some of
0: those guys Don't have to worry about it Nope Gitmo doesn't have to worry about it
1: No Gitmo Gitmo has a little bit
0: Really? Yeah oh, He seems very slim he But he's very slim
1: He's, he's yeah. like everybody else
0: Yeah Well there you go Nothing wrong with that Not a thing Not a thing On that note Should, should we roll the opening? Should we roll the opening? And we're back And we are back Alright So <laughs> You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'll be joined every week by some of the greatest leaders I can find in F3 and beyond. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach virtuous leadership, and otherwise, attempt to help you navigate the next forty-three feet. Do uh, you have any questions? Uh, no, we don't have featurettes here, and I wouldn't. It's not a feature up, but you might I have know. a question. No, no questions today. I'm uh, glad you. No know. one, uh, no one had anything that was pressing or burning uh, from from a nation standpoint. I have, you know, again, if we did featurettes, there's so much good news that it could be shared. Uh, from around the nation yeah. but but we don't you know we don't do that the COT does that good but uh, I do have a butcher's word yeah. alright I'll buy you. I've been watching a, a
1: series okay. on home box office uh, about Perry
0: Mason you know what Perry Mason is well yeah um, in fact we uh, we did yeah, yeah. We, we kind of mentioned him a That's week right. or two ago because, whatever it was because uh, you because <laughs> you said it was Raymond Burr who <laughs> shot Alexander Hamilton yeah it was Raymond Burr <laughs> yeah. played Perry Mason oh, yes yeah, yes yeah. so yeah in the and uh, he was, I looked it up later. He got a little poorly. He did. He did know, get a little poorly. Uh, I went on.
1: I looked it up too. He did. Did he? Yeah. I
0: mean, uh, he was always a, uh, I think a largish man.
1: He was big boned.
0: Yeah. But anyway, uh, that nothing, uh, nothing, nothing to do with what you. What that's you, right. So I'm going Well, on.
1: no, he, but he played uh, per, the Perry Mason television series. Yeah. I think it was in the fifties and sixties, probably.
0: It was black and white. It was black so, and yeah,
1: white. Yeah. It yeah. And uh, I, I watched that one as a kid all the time. Watch those episodes.
0: Uh, Are you going back and watching old episodes? No. So there's a new one on HBO. A new Perry Mason.
1: A new Perry Mason. Um, And it's an origin story. Do you know what that is?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Batman Begins. Yes, exactly. So this is the origin story of Perry Mason. It's not done by Christopher Nolan, I imagine.
1: No, I don't know who it's (laughs) done by. But uh, it's a different take on Perry Mason. So they they start him out as a uh, private investigator.
0: Okay now which so i don't think for is the, the youngerish packs uh, i mean he was a he was a lawyer right oh wow in the old That's series it's very possible people don't know who this is so, okay so uh
1: these were come from a series of of novels okay novels okay. that all were right.
0: written good i didn't even know that I'm, i
1: think the guy's name who wrote them was gardner stanley gardner okay and um they started in the early 30s and are all set in los angeles okay and i think he wrote these novels for about 20 years Twenty or maybe even thirty years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're actually really good novels. If you want to read, if you're interested in it, you know, um, they're they're very accurately depicted, like the courtroom, um, the questioning of witnesses and whatnot, mm-hmm. interaction with the That's judges. Pretty, are, is, to me, it's very realistic. In fact, if you are uh, want to be a litigator, not bad books to read.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, because it yeah, uh, kind of goes you through. Them, I mean, yeah. I, so I read all. I've read all of them. They're really good. Um, the TV shows in the in the fifties and sixties was very uh, emblematic of its time. I mean, okay. the Perry Mason character was very straight laced and very somber, you know. Yeah, and uh, his uh, sidekick, Della Street, was his <laughs> private secretary, and she was kind of a uh, just super efficient, you know.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I, virtuous I, woman, you yeah, know? naturally. And, yeah, and
1: he had the the uh, private investigator, Paul Drake, was his name, and it, this guy was uh, he had a little bit of a kind of a, a breezy attitude but he's wearing a suit and tie and it was a 50s right yeah right? the was a 50 everybody <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right so uh the dog
0: was on a suit and tie it's yeah nice.
1: so uh this origin story is rough around here. okay so the guy who plays perry mason is the same guy who played uh the main character in the americans i can't think of his name yeah i don't know if you watch if you I watch the the americans, americans. Hmm. and uh it's
0: um it's gritty yeah well that's what i kind of i mean you know, a lot of these origin stories right. have sort of gone back now and, and, you know, even in the films and, right. you know, that sort of thing. But a lot of these, it's kind of that more, a little more dark, a little more gritty. Yeah, I dig it.
1: Yeah, that's good. It. Yeah. You know, and they threw in some diversity because uh, they made the Street a lesbian. You know, I didn't see that coming. And, and uh, Paul Drake's a black guy. So
0: there you go. It's a that's, that's a little more of a- That's not the 1950s, is it? <laughs>
1: um, but they deal with some issues, you know, yeah. arising from that. And then uh, if you ever watched, if you liked the movie uh, Chinatown- with Jack Nicholson set in the same era, kind of some of the same like uh, growing emerging uh, things about Los Angeles you okay. know, because fairly new city in nineteen thirty
0: two so let me ask you this and only marginally related are there shows that you watched? Uh, or movies, or or whatever, like you, you like you said, you know Perry Mason, right. reasonably accurate-ish, you know, and you kind of went, oh, I, I, you learned some decent litigation from right. something like that, right? Because it's fairly real, sure. true to life. Uh, before we've mentioned uh, a few Good Men, and like that courtroom scene, you say, yeah, oh, that's you know that's pretty good, that's pretty yeah. true to life. There's some good and, stuff and, in there, yeah. and I think you even uh, have mentioned that you use some of that kind of um, some of those ideas and concepts in in the book you're writing, right? Yep, and, and I use them uh, when I teach
1: uh, classes about different aspects of litigation i'll use clips from uh, a few good men
0: there's okay several yeah because there's some good really, yeah. i mean some interesting cross and stuff like right. there. so are there movies or shows that you watch where you're just like that that is just not even close and that's terrible and don't say like judge judy we all know that
1: but. interestingly so well judge judy's not bad for like, <laughs> a small, cla- well, that, right. small claim. that's it's small claim it's typical cl- yeah, yeah. You know, it's small claims court right so it's right. she's actually that's it's tremendous She's much yes. more directive, but yeah. I mean, uh, that's what a, a magistrate would do. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: but a jury trial is different. So, sure. Uh, oddly, the Perry Mace, the remake of Perry Mason. I like the drama. Of the courtroom scenes aren't aren't good. Really? Aren't? Oh, they're not realistic. They're not
0: as accurate or, or seeming. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the main thing that you just don't, it just never happens. Is you just don't argue, evidentiary points in front of the jury, and they. They, uh, okay you know you you asked ju- you excuse the jury okay and um i was watching it last night and they arguing one out jury's sitting right there You're like and uh
0: hacks. at some
1: point they do a sidebar which is realistic you do sidebars but then they took it in the chambers and they didn't didn't transcribe the interchange which is not realistic at all
0: so but there'd be somebody in there doing yeah, the thing and yeah, the, okay. yeah,
1: yeah yeah otherwise you can't appeal it so the, the, what realistically happens is you, have a, you reach an evidentiary impasse, like you object to a piece of evidence. Okay. Judge, say, sustains the objection, and the offering attorney um, asks for a sidebar so you come up, the jury can't hear you, and he says, Judge, this is what I'm trying to do, and the judge looks at you, and you're like, I don't think you should get it in. Yeah. And uh, the judge will say to the offering attorney, you know, do you want to be heard? And what that means is he's going to have to have the jury leave
0: the courtroom, Oh, okay. And then put. So he says it out loud, but they don't see what happened there. They they don't get to hear the jury can't hear that. That's what I'm saying. So it looks like we're whispering, and then
1: the jury is excused, and we put it on the record. Okay. Sometimes you'll even you know you do what's called an offer of proof, and uh, you'll ask the witness the questions you want to ask so the judge can hear them, Mm -hmm. and you put them on the record, and that way the court of appeals can decide whether the judge made a mistake. But the jury never hears any of that. And in most courtroom dramas,
0: they always have the jury
1: sitting right there, listening and
0: watching. Why, why would you need, so why wouldn't the jury be allowed to hear all the evidence?
1: Main reason is because if you're going to keep something out and uh, to argue it, you got to tell the judge what it is so the jury would hear it anyway. And the okay. whole point okay. is that the, you know, the party opposing the introduction of that evidence would be prejudiced by that evidence. So having them hear it, then yeah right
0: okay all right that makes sense right yeah right Interesting.
1: there's also another thing that is in courtroom dramas that just never you know never happens is that lawyers make their closing argument you know in the
0: oh, it's always yeah in it's the big. no
1: in you know while they're questioning, i say they make their closing argument while they're questioning the witnesses in other words you
0: you can't Wait, that, that is what they do or they, they
1: they show it in tv that way yeah
0: okay yeah you know yeah it's like the guys on the stand, he says, well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, of the jury.
1: That's right. You're looking at the jury and say, yeah. if you really had thought that, you right. know, Mrs. Johnson had the, you know, go on and on and on. And it's right. like, that's never,
0: <laughs> you know, that's not, that's, yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Or, you know, you can't ask a witness. It's, you know, what was Mrs. Johnson thinking? You know? Um, yeah. Wasn't Mrs. Johnson thinking that? I mean, is that, that never yeah. would come in?
0: Yeah. And and sometimes you'll see them where they're like ah uh, you know objection because that's,
1: yeah, that's once yeah once in a while
0: yeah once a while but they're
1: trying to move the story along
0: right so you have to insert these things that wouldn't necessarily exactly. be exactly obje- uh, so uh, what about uh, uh, do you ever watch Matlock never watched Matlock yeah.
1: was I overseas when was Matlock on was that in the eighties yeah I think it was
0: yeah yeah, yeah so you, okay well you're getting old enough now you could probably go back and watch I, it I could watch it because I'm <laughs> older than
1: that. you know what I uh, saw the other day I was like I'm old. I'm older. Or i the same age as uh, President Lincoln when he was assassinated. That made me feel old.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: he was 56. Wow. Yep. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you look at those pictures of Abe Lincoln when he became president.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and then after he'd been and ridden and hard, had, put away, away. Man, he, yeah.
1: he aged 20 years. He had kind of a tough go of it. He aged 20 years. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years and six years, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, it's good that uh, running running F three Nation isn't as stressful because you look just as useful. and
1: well, on. I got a lot of help. I got, uh, I, got right. I got the Doa Hammer out
0: there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got uh, F three Slaughter right. Got Jimmy Crotch Rocket running the foundation and
0: and countless Nantans, countless and Nantans, and everyone else Man, all across got, the hall.
1: Got our um, culture team. You know,
0: yeah. Got Kitty Kitty and,
1: right. Yeah. Got your
0: team. Got your SLT the fibs and. All the, all the kids? Out there all the I
1: really do have to do, though, is articulate.
0: Oh. Yes. That, that's a good segue. That is a good segue because like that. that's our, uh, that's our that's cue point, for, point for the day. <laughs> so, uh, we, Folks, I got to tell you, Pax, we, we don't start with any idea how we're going to get to wherever <laughs> it is we're going. Like not even, a, not even a half an idea. We just sort of start. go there. Yeah, we just start and, and then, go. then these brilliant things happen. Go it's there. It's amazing. So now you don't listen to this 24 hours a day.
1: And over and over again. I mean, Santa of loop. So uh, this is in the third quadrant, the lead, right? Yes. Uh, It is the Q3.5, the Q point preceding. It was vision, which we talked about last week, Q3.4, which is, you know, the thing that you see, right? That's the recognized advantage and the movement required to uh, achieve it. Yep. The whole picture. Right. right? And that's internal. Mm -hmm. You know, you wake up in the middle of the night, boom, got a vision. (laughs) Or whatever, however it comes to you. Or something that's been nagging at you for 20, 30 years. Yes. You finally are able to say, man, if we could only have that better mousetrap, right? That's the vision. Yeah. Articulation is describing that vision to others.
0: Which it seems like should be easy.
1: Uh, Yeah. So I think we said in, in the Q source that whereas everyone has visions,
0: Yes. Like no matter saying, how small. No matter how small. Yeah, they can see some advantage in what it takes to get there.
1: And uh, you're just going to have them. Yeah. You know? And they might be really small. Sure. Um, smallish or relatively small. Doesn't really matter. Um, not everyone articulates.
0: Yeah. What's up with that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? Um, I think one reason is, or the first reason we identified is people don't perceive that they're very good at it. So ergo they're not good at it, so they don't want to do it sure uh which is true of anyone um and to that we say well go get good at it
0: right put in some
1: reps because if you got a working tongue in your mouth <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> then I mean, you are physically capable Then you're physically of capable doing these things.
1: and you know whatever vision you have or whatever you have to share is not going to be had by anyone else unless you're willing to do it
0: yeah i think a lot of times guys uh and, and presumably gals as well but uh but they they hesitate because we don't even recognize that what we have seen is of enough advantage you know like True. you kind of look and go ah it's not that, i mean it's just that's not that big a deal right so i'm not gonna bother telling you right all right you know um they think it's too insignificant yeah right yeah it just doesn't matter
1: um i'm wondering if that's that prevalent of a obstacle to people no, and I guess I say that because people seem to be telling me small and ins-
0: insignificant things all the time. Mm. Uh, that's a fair point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean,
0: but uh, barfing I, is significant, insignificant amount you know, in- information right, on you is one right, thing. Right, right,
1: right. No, I, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I think that that could be true. I, I think that um, it's the bigger visions that people are reticent, you know, to share with one another.
0: Well, I think too that uh, if the bigger the vision, I, in some ways, almost it's all, like, it's almost scary to start sure. telling people about it. Sure. Cause then good heavens, number one, you open yourself up to a lot more potential ridicule. Right. You know, as soon as you let a man in your head, right. You know, right. And, and you're like, I got this weird idea of this thing that I think we could do. And you know, if that guy's not on the same page and he looks at you and goes, yeah. well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, right. that, that can be tough to, sure to you know, that's a, you know, you touch the hot stove. Right. I mean, it makes right. you a little more, Reticent the next time, a little sure. more reticent the next time. But.
1: Yeah, it's you know nobody wants to get a pitch and you have a pitch right yeah. back, throw them right back at you. Yeah. Um, although I'm not sure that happens very often. No. Ridicule. I mean, you know, it depends or, who you're. Or perceived. I think it's people are restrained by the perception that the vision will alarm people. Okay. But, you know, uh, it'll make them feel fearful. Because the vision, if it's you know, worth a darn, is going to require movement.
0: So so it's more about, I don't tell you because I'm afraid it's going to make you uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, it's going to make you mad. Mm. You know, I'm, you know sure. the, what you're going to hear is going to mean that you're going to have to uh, depart from the status quo. You're going to have to uh, it's warm here. sustain some pain.
0: But it's comfortable.
1: You're going to have to enter into a period of chaos, which is you know, uncontrollable yeah. events. And, uh, you know, you want to, you want to stay where you are. I got some, you know, I got some bad news for you. Just can't stay here. Here's a better path. Here's where you should yeah. go. Okay. And then, uh, they, they think that while wow, the reaction this person is going to have is, is not going to be good, you know, and that's often the case when you articulate.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No question. Because you're telling someone that where they are right. isn't, isn't okay. All right.
1: So, or you're telling them they have to move away from something that they've grown accustomed to. So, if you're going to articulate, you have to get it in your head. Number one, you're going to practice. Right? Sure. So if I'm working on a vision, like I'm starting to see it, I like to tell it to different people, mm-hmm. different kinds of people. Um, you know, my wife, you know, different people in my concentric, but maybe during a workout, you know, particularly on a run.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'll say, man, what do you think of this? Throw it at them and see what they say. And um, kind of like test it that way. That's the way I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see how that reacts so I can get better at it. So by the time I might be revealing it publicly to people that don't know me, that's a big thing. So you're talking to somebody, you know, and you tell them a vision, articulate it, and they know you, they give, they give you a lot of benefit of that, sure, right? So sure. you're looking for people to kind of help you. She's like, you know, push back at me, you know, tell me, you know, am, right. I, am I persuading, you? am I convincing you this? Or do you understand it, right? Um, so that's, that's good to do that. Get gets you good practice. Then um, – understanding that people aren't going to like it you know you have to focus on instead whether they understand it so you have to say to yourself well you know when i cast this vision when i articulate it it's not that they're going to like it Um, right because if they like it right off maybe maybe (laughs) you're not really asking to do anything
0: well yeah yeah you're just saying do 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 what you're comfortable with do what you like that's right
1: That's right. So, you know, we're talking about courtroom scenes, but a closing argument in a way is an articulation of a vision. So, you know, you're asking the jury to move away from a status quo in a way, Hmm. you know, to find for your client one way or the other. So you're presenting a vision to them, you know, the vision of the person's liability or non-liability I'm a civil lawyer, you know, for a criminal lawyer, that would be uh, guilt Guilt or or innocence, innocence, guilt or not guilty rather. Um, So you're asking to do something, asking to do something. Um, You have to be very focused on articulating it so they understand it they may well not like it let's say you're you know you have a client um that's done that's done something it's resulted in the plaintiff you know you represent the defendant it's done something that's resulted in plaintiff being economically harmed um you know they your guy did what he did and you know the other guy was harmed by it only thing is the law does not provide that remedy you know that happens Mm-hmm. so uh for example there is no duty to rescue in most states M-
0: meaning you can
1: sit on the shore of a oh, shallow lake and
0: watch a guy drown,
1: shallow pond and watch him drown
0: you're kind of a <laughs> well you know what there'll I'm... be there'll be bigger any number of reasons you're facing
1: Fine. bigger you know yeah. uh but you know you don't um you don't have a duty to rescue so you know um someone uh sues you because you're you literally watched their loved one drown mm-hmm. and and didn't do anything about it and then and then remarked i enjoyed watching it <laughs> i had never i'm like johnny cash i did it just to watch him die all yeah. right you know i <laughs> uh, i never seen a guy before. well you know jury's not going to like that very much no but but problem is law is such that that's the law they didn't you didn't violate a duty and the only way you can be found liable for, a, for even tort or contract is if you violated some kind of duty, mm-hmm. some kind of duty you agreed to in a contract or some kind of duty that is uh, foisted upon you by the common law. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have a duty of due care if we do something, but we do not have a duty to do care if we do nothing when it comes to, you know, someone um, in peril. Mm-hmm. So uh, without that duty of rescue, You've got to convince the jury to do something they don't want to do, which is to find a no on
0: liability. Because they want to. Right. Because especially in the, the right. scenario you outlined here. That's like right. That's, right. that's a horrible person. Like how?
1: That's right. And you've got to I wanna punish that guy. You've got to first of all make sure they understand the duty of rescue that that's what that, that they understand that law. Yeah. And you know, you know, you and you you might say, You're not gonna lie. To
0: right. I don't need you to like it.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter if you like it. So yeah. a judge
0: is going to tell you the law and the law is say, Look, I don't like
1: it. Right. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Um, now the persuasion part, you know, that's next. The next right. point is different. You t- give them reasons why, uh, you know, when you persuade them to the movement. But, you know, when you articulate in a vision, you say, well, I'm going to ask you to do something that's not what you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, it's movement from a status quo to a place you don't want to be. Um, it's tough. But you're not going to do it. Nobody will move unless they understand clearly where
0: they're going. Oh, for sure. And why? Well, and I and, know and, yeah, we've, we've largely moved on from discussing these kinds of things, but, uh, you know, as an example, we have received certain instruction uh, with regard to how we will and won't meet uh, in our church meetings, as an example. Yep. And we have, uh, there are those amongst us who feel like, we haven't gotten a very clear picture of why we're doing it the way we're doing it. Like help, help me understand, you know, why these rules versus those rules or these situations versus those situations or, and really, you know, I say that with, you know, our meeting, but it could be anywhere. Right. Um, and, and it becomes almost impossible. Almost. Well, maybe it is impossible. Let's think about that without being a pain in the butt. I'm going to say almost impossible to get a person to move. Or get them to do what you think they should do, even if it's a good thing, if you don't explain to them why it is and help them clearly understand sure. why it is that they're trying to get to where they're going. Where are we going?
1: Why is it better there than here? How much pain is going to cause me along the way? Yeah. They've got to know that. Enough to. They, they, and if you don't, if you're not honest with them and you use uh, chicanery right. uh, to get them to move, as soon as they find out you're a lion, you lost them. It's over. Uh, if you use compulsion... Right, you just force as, them bad. as soon as they feel like they can escape your right. grip, turn and around, turn back, <laughs> and, you
0: know. No, it's true. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: so you know that it doesn't work. You have to be, you have to be honest. That's candor, right? You have to yeah. tell people this is this is all it's hard movement, but it's worth it, and here's why. Right, and then you know that's 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 critical.
0: Yeah, we. Uh, so I gave a, a talk to a nonprofit workshop thing uh, last week, and was trying to explain this in a way that is and I didn't want to have anything political or anything really you know I wanted to be very very just non-offensive in any possible way right, right? and so the advantage that I described to them was I you know it was right at lunchtime that we were doing this thing and I said we're I'm hungry you're hungry and we're going to go get cheerios like and I helped them understand clearly what a you know what this bowl of cheerios would look like right you know, and then I started to articulate what it was going to take to get those. (laughs) It's just so stupid. Right. But it, it, it really pointed it up in a way for them because just saying, Oh, we need to do this. We need to do that. You know, or whatever. Like if I just said, Hey, can somebody go do this? Or, Hey, we're going to go do that. You know, I said, look, you know, we're going to get out there. And and the fact is, is you're going to pass other things. There might be, you know, you're going to think a a food truck that's passing by might be, you know, a better choice because there's more food in there, but you're, you know, but we have a vision of where we have to get to, and and
1: we have you know. a cheerio vision.
0: Yeah, we have a cheerio vision. Yeah, right. And so, so help me with the. I mean, cheerios is stupid, and we don't want to get weird political. But like, when when I look and I say, okay, here I am in my in my mammon, or you know what, better yet, in my home, right? Walk me through an example of a vision we might have, and then how you might articulate that to shorties.
1: Oh, uh, like a vision yeah,
0: of, of advantage for the family,
1: for the family. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good and challenging question because that's a place where, you know, obviously it's, it's tough, to it's tough yeah. leader, that leadership is required. Yeah. So I can think of one is actually never hit me, but I've heard other guys talk about it, which you know, I've been able to live in the same, basically the same house, for, you know, for almost 20 years. So my kids have been raised oh, here. okay. Yeah. I like but, where you're going. Because I was right.
0: thinking like, oh, do you, you know, do you, like limitation of screen time or you know, something like that. Yeah, I
1: think those are, are micro advantages or whatever. They're, yeah. You know, they'll almost, kids will go along with that just to get you off their back. Right? <laughs> but
0: like, but move, that's literally movement. Look, I just can so imagine. So you got to help understand. Yeah, I
1: was met, met with a guy today who told me he works, works for a corporation that's moving him around quite a bit. Hmm. Okay. so like two three years in a place and you know two three years in a place. so my three daughters are in, t- are in high school right now if i were to say to them you know we're going to move to another state
0: oof um they'd be like well that would uh, be a mom's huge, gonna live in this house would, we're staying with her
1: right <laughs> that'd be a huge change in their status quo right yeah that'd be very big and uh they would really have to understand where we were going why we were doing it
0: mm. mm-hmm. um for them to because that would be exceedingly uncomfortable
1: man i know they wouldn't like it yeah you know obviously they wouldn't like well it. how could they yeah. yeah how could they right so they wouldn't like it um and i could compel them but i don't want to compel them
0: no i want no. them to to well they'll never they'll never integrate they'll never be happy at all that's be, right remember when charlotte
1: yeah. all right yeah but uh you know um that would be a tough one there
0: <laughs> but you'd have, have to be a great example
1: you'd have to be pretty clear articulate to that to them you know you know, this is the house we'll be living in. This is the school that you'll be going to. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of neighborhood it is. You know, uh we're moving to Memphis, so there's going to be a lot of rules. man. Right. I love them. Man. You know, but there's a big river there. You're going to like. Yeah. You okay. know, you you got to you got to be we a large. crawl backwards that, right? up this hill. But maybe most importantly, this is why. You know, yeah. maybe it's a job opportunity. Maybe it's because you have a loved one who's sick and you want to be closer to him. So and
0: so that's a so that's a great example. So. Do, is the way that you, I mean, there's any number of ways you could do it, I suppose, in terms of how you lay out the vision and, and exactly what it is. Is that the kind of thing where you maybe, and, and Pax, I didn't, <laughs> these idiot questions just come to me sometimes at the moment. So I'm grateful that dread can, can vamp like that. But so I'm just thinking I'm more idiot things, but um, like, do you, do you lay it out and say, Hey, look, this is a sacrifice. We're all going to have to make kind of a thing or. Right. Like, so I,
1: I think that's pretty important too. Um, that we're all making it, you know, it'd be one thing to say, you know, look, you know, yeah, yeah, we're you're moving right. to Memphis. Sorry about that. It's gonna be
0: terrible for you guys. But
1: I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah that, obviously, yeah. you've got to you've you know, as a leader, you they've got to know that you're leading the way. Yeah. Uh, along a difficult path, you know that, that that's not something that they're just going to be expected to do by
0: themselves. No, well, it's funny because that's a good and it's such a good example because about three ish years ago, I guess it was. Um, I, I was pretty convinced we were going to move, you know, uh, we had spent, you know, we spent the first half of our marriage here, uh, on this coast. Um, you know, my wife's family, Tracy's family is all out in Utah and she's had some desire to go, she wants to sing with the tabernacle choir, you know, that kind of thing. I think we've talked yeah. about that. Um, and, uh, you know, and even just suggesting it, I mean, caused, chaos massive amounts <laughs> of uncertainty chaos. and pain oh my gosh yeah of yeah. course yeah why wouldn't it no of, of course. course well right. yeah and, and we knew that it would but right. man you know and it was like well we're not doing anything yet relax relax And they're like but 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 you know then they start just going down this rabbit hole right. of you know how awful everything's going to be but you know we talked about it,
1: didn't put this really frame reference for it but you know articulation is the second of leadership skills right so yes. visual vision articulation persuasion exhortation right that's how you get people to move yep. And um, it, you know, and I said that one of the reasons why people don't articulate is because they they're, believe they're not very good at it, and it's true they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they really aren't. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, well, it's true. If we if if right. if, if, we, if we were better at it, we wouldn't have as many
1: and uh, pushback, right? The w- one thing I see to a great extent, people, particularly political leaders, fail at when they articulate is they tell you about the the movement but not the destination so much right you know we've got to be and it's vague right we've got mm-hmm. to become a, we've got to be uh i'll just take uh c19 you know sure. coronavirus as an example. So that's yeah. that's wrong. what is the destination
0: uh, that's true wow.
1: you know i mean no that, that that that's yeah that's why i look at my own state is like what's the end state yeah. I'll make sacrifices. Sure. Of course, I will. Everyone will. Yeah. Right.
0: But but what are we headed?
1: To? Right. But to what end? You know. To what A is kinder and
0: brighter tomorrow? That's right. Well. I, well so,
1: I think that mostly they'll say, well, we have to be healthier. We have to make sure that no one's exposed. Those are all good aspirations, but they're not places. Right. You know. And
0: uh, yeah, they're vague ideas. They're right? vague
1: ideas. So if you said, if the governor said, well, we're gonna. Um, keep these masks on until the rate of
0: Mm, uh uh, infection Infection.
1: is down to less than 50 a day across the state right i mean i'm not in much of a position to say whether that's the right number or not which is why the next thing you could say is because we have found that right i mean um it's a little frustrating to me to have the leader not say this is this is the place to which we are going yes this is the vision that i see you know and then because there's no way that you can align your sacrifice no there's no way you can do it no i mean
0: um, in fact was it something that you wrote or something i read or something i was listening to uh the other day but it was like the and, and speaking about uh like soldiers right the men that are and the women that go to defend the country often like no one loves the idea of sitting in the heat in the middle no. east or whatever no one loves the idea of shooting at or getting shot at right right no one loves that idea without exception of few outliers i'm sure but right? but uh but with a clear enough vision and articulation of what it is that needs to be done what it's going to take to get sure. there, where we are headed, and why we need you right. know blah blah blah. Well, they give you the objective, right? And they're like, and and I it was, the way did, that it was described in this uh, whatever I can't remember what it was now, but the way it was described is basically like that's why you know a nineteen year old kid can go oh, okay, I got it, and and right he knows you might die and that's okay, and he'll he'll march in anyway. it anyway. Doesn't yeah,
1: matter. Maybe a little less than okay, but you know that's what he signed up for.
0: But that's what, but but he'll sure. but he'll do it willingly, right? He doesn't have to be. You right. know, they don't have to beat him until he's like, okay, fine.
1: So, you know, if we were going to do a mission and the mission required movement, yeah. you know, physical movement,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, we would make a sand table of the terrain. So it's like a little version. Mm-hmm. Like you take the map and you make this table, here's hills, trees, right. here's the objective and then you'd walk them through. This is where we start. You know, this is the rally point. You know, so we're going to move from line of departure. Here's where we expect the enemy and you're pointing everything out and they could see it and visualize it in our mind. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the, Objective: This hilltop, crossroads, whatever it is. Right. You know, so you're not just slugging along. You didn't just say, "All right, men, move out." <laughs> everybody got their. All
0: right, fellas, just, we're gonna go take. Everybody, it everybody's, everybody's rifle loaded. Okay, good. All right, here yeah. we go. Here we
1: go. Are <laughs> like, we crazy? Yeah. What are we gonna do? We're gonna go until somebody shoots at us. All right. Well, then we'll oh, shoot back. I mean, the, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense, right? right? I yeah. mean it, No, it's. I ridiculous. mean, you would do it because you're compelled to do it because yeah. you're, you know, you're under discipline. But I mean, uh, or if Moses. Said to the Israelites,
0: uh, we're going to leave Egypt. I'm sorry, I'm out of here. We're leaving. And where are we going? I, I don't know. Out there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh.
1: We're going to wander about. <laughs> right. So we're going to the promised land, right? I mean, right. This is, we're going back home, basically,
0: yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, where we're
1: supposed to be. And,
0: and they're uh, like, okay, we can sign up for that. Yeah, we can
1: sign up for that. Yeah. You know, and he, even, even though along the way they didn't love it, you know, because they hit a lot of hostiles oh, yeah. that he had to exhort them through. Um, but uh, that's kind of how I feel in the time of of COVID is like uh, we're just wandering around for forty years. I mean, what's where are we going?
0: Uh-huh. Right? Yeah.
1: And I think that that's somebody show me the. I'm promise really land. trying to avoid being political here, but that's a that is a. I don't even if that's political. It's just having to be political leaders are the ones that are making these decisions. But I mean, it's a failure to articulate yeah. an end state. Right. Where we're going, what that advantage is. Well, I'd I mean, say it's
0: not political because it's across the board in mean, every leader. I mean, every civic leadership yeah. position well, we're seeing right now. I think so everybody you know, would
1: agree it. that you know we can't just stay here. In a sense that, well, know, we don't even know we're here is hardly right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, let's say the you know the
0: pandemic. Right. Yeah.
1: We can't just
0: you know indefinitely. Well, we can't yeah. just
1: stay here. People are getting sick, and you know, of course, something has to be done. Sure. It's just this. The status quo is untenable. Right so where's the better place and what is it? How are we getting there?
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is one of the tougher, the, these four skills I think are, cause it's, you know, it's one thing to have the characteristics that we're going to talk about in, in upcoming weeks. And some of those things are, are natural to right. you to some degree, or you come with them or you can watch them observed uh, right. and, and imitate or, you know, whatever it might be. And then there's some challenges in there as well. Sure. But these skills well, this is tough. you got to learn how to do them. And, you know,
1: of course, they don't know how to articulate. No, no, you know, why would, b-
0: where's the example? You know, when we
1: get to the leadership development process, really, you know, in, uh, in the fourth quadrant, we start talking about, yeah, you got schooling yeah. where you're taught formal leadership instruction, you got an opportunity like apprenticeship where you learn from, mm-hmm. a, from a skillful leader. You know, you got opportunities to lead. Right. And, and then, you know, it's you got failure. Yeah. Right. That's, that's how you become a leader and, you know, just keep doing that over and old, over again.
0: The old say-off method. Right.
1: But uh, we, why would we expect necessarily political someone in the governance
0: to have that skill and they don't? Well, again, they don't. Where did they get the schooling? Where did they get the opportunities? Where right. you know
1: none of those things. But they don't have any of those things, and you know what they're good at is getting elected. Right and, and staying and, and staying in the there, yeah. <laughs> Which then when confronted with uh, challenge, you know, like like we're having right now course they don't have a bag of skills to pull in no. you know, they didn't sit in a room and go well we need we know articulate a clear vision of of how we get through this right. and make sure that everyone understands it whether they like it or not and once they understand it then we can be, begin to persuade them right you know um the last thing i'll say about it is it's governor north carolina said the other day if you don't want to wear a mask you're selfish <laughs> well Okay, A, there's a difference between wanting to do it and doing it, right? Right, and B, I've never persuaded a single person anytime to do anything by first calling them a name.
0: Uh, no, never have. No, you can get them to dig in on their side a little further if you want, get it,
1: make them mad. But yeah, you know, if if you you go to the guy and you want him to initiate movement, you want to persuade him, telling him that uh, before he even turns you down, that you know, he's a bad person, right? just not nailed it just 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 not <laughs> no. just not following that one um, other than the fact that there's you know there's no reason to think that that particular member of the governance has the leadership skills you know how would he, would he right. how would he have gotten them right if, unless he had unless he had gone pulled, through some kind you know, of that was part process. of his life yeah. my, my understanding is it is not so yeah. what that means for the rest of us in the community is uh, we have to pull up the slack yeah you know we have to you know, instead of sitting around saying, oh, he's, you know, governor's not telling us what to do right, so I'm just not going to do anything. Or I'm going to do the wrong thing. That's not right either.
0: Yeah. You know, no. as, as
1: individual leaders in our communities, we have to, we have to pick up the slack for them.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, I'm pretty happy to say that when I look at an at F3, I see that slack getting pulled all the time. True. You know, where the governance is, is failing to lead, uh, F3 guys step up yeah. and they, they apply leadership for the advantage of their community and their organizations. And that's kind of what we're all about. Right.
0: I would say yes. Yes. The, thank the you. mission, <laughs> the mission statement on the cafeteria that. wall of F three headquarters. <laughs> clearly, say clearly says it.
1: All right. All right. Uh, what do I call you now? Podcast face. I'm not telling you. <laughs> Pod face. I don't okay. even know what I am. At. Yeah. Radio uh, face. Radio face. Yeah. Podcast face podcast face okay here's the deal you have a
0: face yes it's not worthy of much we'll just (laughs) just say that
1: will you take that face yes and go do something good i will okay
0: Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about F3, leadership, or anything else, write to us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at at 43feetpodcast or find us on Facebook at 43feet. While you're there, give us a follow. Also, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, rate us, and write a review. It really does help others find us. Until next time, we'll be out here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front.